This is Punchmade Dev. He's a rapper who's launched an online store, supposedly selling stolen credit cards. Also in your Hacking News Roundup, a revenge cyber attack takes down an ISP and a hacker is busted for illegally mining crypto. But first, one of the strangest things I've ever covered, and almost didn't cover it because I just struggled to believe it. This is Punchmade Dev. He's a rapper who's gained popularity over the past six months for not just rapping about crime, which in of itself isn't very unusual, but he goes one step further and raps about how to do cybercrime. One of his raps is quite literally called Wire Fraud Tutorial. The lyrics mention SIM swapping, RDP servers, and well, I can't show you the rest because this rap was removed by YouTube for terms of service violations, and well, I don't want the same thing to happen to this video. If it were possible to put a score on Punchmade Dev's OPSEC, it would be in the negative. The guy happily shows his face on camera, and in one case, actually invited a YouTuber to follow him around for the day and film him supposedly doing fraud. I mean, his whole brand is built on openly doing cybercrime. It's honestly the strangest thing. But now he's gone one step further and seems to have opened a carding shop. His Instagram bio links to a page where you can find the Punchmade Telegram channel, which links to a shop with a glitchy anonymous mask at the top to let you know it's legit. The shop sells hacked PayPal accounts, credit card details, and even OPSEC software. I'm not sure this is the guy to take OPSEC advice from, but unsurprisingly, he doesn't even know what OPSEC means and thinks that OPSEC is some kind of software you need to complete SIM swaps and bypass 2FA. The site, of course, only accepts crypto, and whilst Coinbase had disabled his account, I checked back a few hours later, and it's working again. As for the obvious question, why isn't this guy in jail? There's a few theories. It's possible the feds are in the process of building a case, but it's just not ready yet. In fact, that seems likely, because at one point Punchmade shared a screenshot of an email notifying him that law enforcement had requested information for one of his accounts. Another theory is that Punchmade isn't actually doing anything criminal, but rather this is all a marketing ploy to give him something to rap about. However, with the introduction of a clarinet carding shop that he openly links to, I find that explanation unlikely. Ukrainian hackers have taken out a Russian ISP. This comes in retaliation for the massive hack on the Ukrainian ISP Kyivstar last month. The Kyivstar hack stood out amongst all the small-scale cyber operations we've seen throughout the war because this hack was arguably the biggest cyber attack of the war so far. Kyivstar provides services to over 50% of the Ukrainian population. So when Russian hacktivists announced that they'd taken it offline, not in a DDoS attack, but rather in a carefully planned destructive operation, chaos ensued. Not only did home and mobile internet connections cease to exist, but payment terminals stopped working, ATMs were taken offline, and even some streetlights that work automatically depending on the time of day started malfunctioning because of their dependence on an internet connection. The downtime lasted two days and was more than inconvenient for many Ukrainians. The Russian group behind it is called something that I can't even begin to try and pronounce, and these guys have previously been linked to the Russian state hacking group Sandworm. And now, in response to the attack on Kyivstar, the Ukrainian hacktivist group Blackjack, apparently in collaboration with Ukrainian security services, according to some sources, launched their own destructive attack against M9Com, a Russian ISP that mainly services Moscow. Blackjack released screenshots showing that their tactics were akin to a bull in a china shop, deleting anything and everything they could to disrupt services as much as possible. As a result, the internet and TV connections of some Muscovites were taken completely offline, and Blackjack took it upon themselves to redecorate M9Com's website, after which they leaked 50 gigabytes worth of M9's confidential data on Tor. 
However, this Russian ISP is tiny compared to Kyivstar, so the disruption, which only lasted a few hours, in no way compares to the massive attack on the Ukrainians last month. Next up, we have more news from Ukraine. Whilst the war rages on the front line, not too far from it, a 29-year-old hacker has just been arrested after getting rich from illegal crypto mining. He targeted a cloud computing provider, which doesn't want to be named. Though we know it's a well-known American company that also just so happens to be one of the world's largest e-commerce companies, which whittles down the list quite a bit. Essentially, this cyber bad guy has spent the last couple years breaking into cloud computing accounts and repurposing them to mine crypto. It's not a new scheme and has been a problem for years, but what makes this different is the scale. In total, the guy spun up over a million virtual machines to mine crypto with a combined value of over 75 million Ukrainian hryvnias, equal to roughly $2 million. However, this number is nothing compared to the damages suffered by the victims, because crypto mining on cloud computing is usually not profitable at all. You'd end up paying way more in fees to Amazon than you'd ever make in crypto gains. But I guess if you're not the one footing the bill, then it doesn't really matter. One estimate from a couple years back said that in some cases, in order to generate just $1 of profit for an attacker, it costs the victim $53. And the victim here isn't the well-known American company, but rather the owners of the 1,500 accounts this guy breached. They're the ones likely picking up the tab. Cybercriminals are often able to gain access to cloud computing accounts simply due to sloppy developers leaving credentials in GitHub repos, which can then be detected by bad guys within just minutes of a repository being made public. The hacker, who isn't being named, has had his three properties raided by the Ukrainian feds, and he's waved bye-bye to all those crypto gains. As always, thanks for watching and I'll see you in the next video. Have a good one.